Okay, so I, I've been debating mentioning this because it annoys me when other podcasts do this, but whatever. Due to some financial issues, if people want to help out the podcast, I do have a Patreon at uh, crimsbacon.patreon slash Patreon, however Patreon things are, where I will post drawings and doodles and what have you. Recently, it's been a lot of portrait stuff. So far, 200% of what I make on Patreon is being paid to our editor, Selfie. And yeah, that's just a, a big help for uh, one, getting Selfie money to do this, even though I am not paying him nearly enough for what the work he is doing. But also, it, it, it would help with me financially for all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that's the end of, of my shilling. So now we'll go to actual characters and uh, the game. So, does anybody want to give the recap of last session? Genuinely don't remember what happened. <laughs> All I remember is meeting people and stealing a boot. Uh, Colton broke someone's existence. <laughs> yes. All right, so last session, uh, Shauna brought the primary trio of Florence, uh, Tammy, and uh, Colton to the Goblin Market uh, in order to help her with a uh, uh, problem she was having uh, with uh, a, uh, a grift who had agreed to give the uh, party information on... Uh, uh, Obi's whereabouts if they could obtain his uh, his wares that were stolen by a uh, local rage. Um, along around the same time, local grave digger extraordinaire uh, Monstrance Hughes was dragged into uh, a mirage by a mass of arms and hands. Where he woke up, uh, sans shovel and ring, uh, being dragged by a bunch of little wants. Um, the party came across this, uh, this scenario and managed to, uh, rescue the, uh, the poor grave digger. Um, where they proceeded to stand and talk for, a roughly six hours. <laughs> uh, but yeah, eventually uh, you guys did remember the plot and uh, through a series of events that I do not remember because you guys, it was like you guys saw my notes and were like, nah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you eventually found the uh, the uh, way to the Rage's uh, hideout. Uh, you learned, well, Colton learned mostly, that uh, names in Mirage can have disastrous effects. Uh, yeah, you guys uh, encountered the uh, the Rage and uh, took him down. Um, 
his lackeys that were still alive. Uh, I would say gave you the stink eye as they left, but they didn't have heads or were invisible. Um, but yeah, they, they scattered. You guys obtained the, uh, yeah, you guys obtained the, uh, Grift's wares along with, what did I say? Like $30 extra in additional stuff. No idea. Uh, oh, wait, okay. Uh, 2D, 2D $10 worth of stolen goods. How did I get 30 off of that? You know, I'm going to roll it now just to... Okay. Is, sure that's that's silly. Yeah. Okay, you guys... 2D10. Okay, so yeah. You you guys got five dollars extra. Oh my god, five dollars! Woo! Well, I guess fifteen total, but it will spread between a lot of you. Uh, so yeah, you guys got got some extra pocket cash from the uh, Grateful Grift, as well as some uh, some uh, so, little trinkets. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I have a question. Yes. Are we technically level two or level three now because we've boosted our anima up? Uh, level three, yeah. Level three is the anima boost. Level four will be your new anima power. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys. Uh, oh, yeah. So before you guys headed back to uh, Earth, uh, Colton made a deal with the Grift to bring him, uh, as much earthly materials and items as he can carry within the next week. And uh, the Grift will obtain a way for you guys to get into the uh, strange Mirage Mansion that uh, uh, you believe Obi is being held in. Cool. And then you guys went home. Uh, you went to bed because it was like 2 a.m., and Tammy got a concerning call from uh, her dad telling her that uh, her mom had uh, fell from the roof. And uh, she is heading to Michigan the next morning. So, uh, starting off for this session... <clears throat> Uh, the day after your adventures in Mirage, you all have some messages uh, waiting for you. Uh, the first one is from... Sorry, I wrote this one... I wrote this sentence real weird, sorry. Uh, <laughs> the, the first one to Colton and Florence is from uh, Tammy directly. And Monstrant sees a less personalized uh, version of the message in the Let's Find Obi group chat. Um, it reads, uh, hey guys, sorry, I wish I could keep helping, uh, uh, helping out looking for Obi, but my mom's in the hospital and I gotta go take care of things at my place. Again, sorry. Uh, signed Tammy. Um, what follows, uh, Tammy's message is a, uh, a waterfall of positivity ranging from, uh, you, you go do what you have to do, pal. 
I hope your mom gets well soon and many, many heart and hugging emojis. The second message that the party gets is from an unknown number. Um, the text message says, uh, hey guys, it's Shauna. Uh, mind uh, coming back to the shop uh, sometime today? I'm closed for uh, inventory, so we shouldn't be interrupted. Got to tell you about those things Grift gave you. Forgot to do that last night. I got coffee. Okay. I'm also going to send Tammy a personal message, not in the group chat, saying that if she needs anything, I will be there. Brad. All right. So, uh, later that morning, yeah, like not uh, not not too early, like not at the crack of dawn, because like I said, you guys got home like at two, so ten at the earliest, maybe eleven thirty. Uh, you guys uh, managed to meet up at uh. Elizabeth's Eldritch Encounters. Uh, yeah, Shauna uh, rolls up uh, into the lobby and uh, unlocks the door for you guys and leads you through the uh, employees-only uh, area to staircase. Uh, she uh, kind of, you know, like holds up and waggles her phone and she says, uh, yeah, so Tammy got back to me uh, and said she's out of town. Uh, I really hope her mom's okay. And uh, as she's about to, like, just as she's finishing that, her phone lights up and buzzes with a uh, maniacal laugh. Um, like a real black and white uh, horror movie style laugh. And uh, she looks down at it and says, uh, oh, huh, I guess Florence is in a meeting right now. Now tell him what he got later. He'll miss out on the coffee. And uh, she leads you guys up the stairs and... Uh, into uh, her apartment, which is uh, situated, you know, on top of her uh, store, because Portsmouth is just that kind of town. And uh, Shauna's apartment is exactly what you'd expect. It's crammed full of Halloween decorations and gothic paraphernalia. Everything from ceramic jack-o'-lanterns to a 12-foot skeleton that's currently holding her TV to a executioner's axe hanging up on the wall above her sofa. Her fridge is covered in postcards and magnets from various parano paranormal tourist traps across the country. She, uh, yeah, she kind of gives a wave and uh, says, uh, you guys make yourselves at home. Uh, are either of you allergic to hazelnut? Because currently I have black coffee and hazelnut coffee. I don't believe so. I think I'm just allergic to, you know, shellfish. Got it. And how about you, Mousy? Um, coffee is fine. Alright. So, uh, yeah, she, uh, she skates around, uh, the little kitchen, uh, uh, counter, uh, it, it's one of those the person wanted to make a island for their kitchen, but they didn't physically have the space, so it's just like a weird counter, or like a weird uh, narrow <laughs> floor shelf. Oh, I don't have enough coffee yet. Uh, but yeah, she gets to making uh, uh, your, your guys' coffee uh, 
she have she has a contraption that at first it looks like a one of those standard little K cup uh, coffee makers, but as she's making the coffee, you have no idea how this thing functions. Like it is actually bonkers how this this machine is being operated. Is it uh, just because like she does it weed, or it's a weed machine? A little bit of both. Um, okay. like it. It's very possible that this might be a custom uh, coffee maker, or it might be some weird thing she ordered from overseas. Like, there's, like, pipes and stuff on it, and steam oh, shoots up the top. Watch list. Yeah, pretty much. She cannot leave the country. Uh, while she's making this, uh, she'll point out uh, the dusty old journal that uh, you guys have seen before uh, on her uh, coffin uh, coffee table. And uh, she says, uh, yeah, so uh, I couldn't sleep much last night. So I just kind of uh, finished transcribing everything that's in that book uh, for me. So, yeah, if you guys are going to do some, like, weird stuff in uh, in Mirage, like, feel free to just hang on to that for a while. Like, it's a good book. It has some interesting information in it. And I don't mean that to be cryptid. I mean, like, the information is interesting and weird, and I don't really know how this book functions. Right, and and what sort of book is it? She shrugs, and I've just shared it to everyone. And she says, uh, I've been calling it the Cryptonomicon. Um, it's a spooky book. It, uh, it answers uh, questions I have about uh, Mirage, and it might have something to do with essences, but like, it can give you information about new things happening in Mirage, if that makes sense. And she, uh, you hear a shrill whistle followed by a, uh, like a little, little soft belding. And, uh, she pours you guys, uh, some coffee and, uh, brings it over to you. Interesting. And, uh, so yeah, she, uh, Sets your coffee down and it uh, gets around and says, uh, okay. So I really should have told you guys about these uh, things Grift gave you uh, yesterday because they can be very dangerous if you don't know what you're expecting. Which is kind of like a good rule of thumb for anything you get out of Mirage. So she uh, points her mug uh, over at Colton. The thing you have, whoever had it before you called it the Wallop Comet. And what do I have again? I genuinely don't remember. So you, you take out your little uh the little bag that uh Grift gave you and it's about the size of a Crown Royal bag basically. And uh like you reach in and you pull it out and you have like this blacksmith's hammer. Like there is no way it should have fit in this tiny bag. And like oh, so I basically have a bag of holding so you try to put the hammer back in, and it does not work. Oh. But yeah, like, uh, you, you look at this hammer, and uh, it's like a very old, weathered uh, uh, blacksmith's hammer. And as you look at the, uh, the grip of it, like, there's this very intricate, like, maze that's inlaid with gold uh, traveling up to the, uh, the uh, head of the hammer itself. And, uh... Yeah, while, while you're uh, examining it, uh, Shauna continues and says, uh, 
Yeah. Um. So that thing will change what direction is down, but only for you. I'm going to attempt that. Which direction would Colton like to be down? The roof. Uh, roll me a dex real quick. Uh, you gotta be to six. That's so right. My dex is a ten. How do I just roll just the dex? Do I just click on it? Uh, I believe so. Is it working? <laughs> Wait, no, I was in edit mode. That's why. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that's a two. Two. You slam into the ceiling. But can I walk on the ceiling now? Uh, yeah, like after uh, yeah, like <laughs> after you get your bearings, uh, yeah, you can stand up and uh, dust yourself off. And looking around, everyone else is upside down. And uh, oh. monsters is just looking up, like, "Hello." I don't know how useful this is going to be, but it's kind of fun. Shauna kind of gives a nod and a shrug, and she's like, "Yeah, that's uh." That's kind of how things are from uh, Mirage. Like, if you want them to be useful, you got to get creative. Uh, speaking of, and uh, she unlocks her phone, and uh, she uh, opens up her uh, uh, internet browser of choice, and she says, um, "Definitely Opera." Oh yeah, she uh, looks through it and says, um, "So according to my." Very sloppy internet research. The human body will reach terminal velocity in 12 seconds. So don't use that power without anything below you for more than 12 seconds. I don't know what that means, but okay. She uh holds one hand up in the air, and as she's lowering it, she goes... Gotcha. And then she uh, turns her attention over to a monstrance. And where is that thing? Is this the thing? No, that is not the thing. Sorry, I'm trying to find. Oh, no, that's not it either. What did I do with monstrance's item? Okay, there it is. So yeah, she uh, points over at Monstrance, and uh, you uh, reach into your little uh, crown royal bag. You okay? Headphones down. Oh no, headphones fell. So yeah, you uh, you uh, reach into your uh, little bag, and you pull out a... What's Monstrance's favorite color? Purple. Alright. Monstrance pulls out a... Let's see. One foot long purple uh, ribbon. And uh, Shauna goes, uh, uh, yeah, no, manacle braid is uh, what they call that. All right. Sharing this with you. Um, ignore the fact that the item card calls it a belt. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, for... for for uh, Monstrance, it is a long uh, ribbon. Oh. But yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Shauna continues. Um, 
So yeah, that thing can stretch. Well, it's prehensile. It can stretch to about six feet, about two meters-ish, whatever metric system you use. And from what I could tell, it can support about, you know, 500 pounds, 227 kilograms. Kilograms? Yes. Okay. Good. I'm very American. I don't know metric. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, she uh, just kind of continues like, yeah, so uh, it's kind of like a really stretchy, really strong, I don't know, archaeologist whip or monkey tail. Oh. Monstrous is very intrigued. Yeah. So, yeah, if, uh, yeah, if Monstrance, uh, messes around with it, uh, the, uh, stretchiness and the, uh, uh, prehensibility, uh, totally a word, um, yeah, Monstrance, uh, can, uh, control that, uh, mentally. Yeah, like, it can't do incredibly precise things. Like, it can't tie itself in a bow, but it can do, like, really simple things, like, if you wanted to, I don't know, curl it around your coffee cup so that uh, the coffee cup isn't too hot to touch. Like, it can do that no problem. Oh, hmm. Montrance might just do that for the coffee cup. Yeah. But yeah, uh, as you guys are messing with the your new items, uh, Shauna gets uh, several more uh, texts and uh, looks down at it and says, "Ah, uh, uh, heck, okay. I I'd love to uh, keep entertaining you guys, uh, but I actually do have some inventory to work. Uh, oh, wait." Speaking of inventory, this thing, and she pulls out a little oak box, and uh, it, it's real little, like uh, probably the size of a cigar box. And uh, she sets it on her counter and says, continues, um, I got this from Grift uh, last night in my shipment, and I figured that I would at least give you guys first crack at it if you wanted. And she opens up the uh, little box to show off. I just want to make sure that I have the right thing. Okay, there it is. It's a it's a little small brooch made out of a uh, silver and rose quartz, and it's shaped like a little cartoon piggy. Right, and, and what does this do? Um. Good question. One second. Uh, she places her hand on it, and uh, you see a radar dragon uh, materialize. And she's like, "Okay, um, it make okay. It, it does. It doesn't make you smell better. That is a incorrect statement. While still being correct, it increases your sense of smell. Um." You know those those animal superheroes that are like, oh, I can track this guy because he stinks so bad. Yeah, it kind of lets you do that. Oh. So it just makes everyone very stinky. Uh, relative to you, yes. 
But are people already kind of stinky? Well, this will let you, uh, as far as I can tell, and she looks back down at it and continues them. This seems to let you have more of like a dog level of scent. So it's it's not, oh, everyone's stinky. It's like, okay, I know what that guy smells like, so I can follow him and, I don't know, until he crosses the river or gets onto an airplane or something. Interesting. Do you want to... Uh... Monstrance? Monstrance. Yes. Do, do you want that? I mean, it's a nice piggy brooch. I'll take it if you don't want it. I probably won't use it, in all honesty. And I, I know you lost your ring, so. All right. And Monstrance is going to hold out both their hands for it. Uh, as you do, uh, you see uh, Shauna slide, like, grabs a uh, tablet from the side and uh, slides it over to you, and you see a, uh, a card reader uh, attached to it. And she says, uh, I-, I do apologize, but this is not a gift. Oh. I mean, you could have opened with that. I thought it would have... Okay, you know what? Yeah, I should have. I should have made that more clear. Well, then I'm definitely not interested. She uh, she gives you a smile and says, uh, fair enough. Uh, so yeah, she, uh, she shuts the little box and... Uh... uh so she does toss it onto a pile of other boxes, but not like frivolously, more like a I've done inventory for years, so I know how this box is going to land kind of way. <laughs> and uh, she says, uh, yeah, if you guys change your mind about the uh, smelly pig brooch, just let me know. All right. I'm sure we will. Um, so between the two of you, uh, the three when Florence uh, comes back with uh, his item. You guys have the Cryptonomicon, which, if you look at the uh, the item, yeah, like if you click on the uh, the Cryptonomicon, you can see the eleven facts that are written down for uh, the supernatural, as they are right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, Monstrance has the Manacle Braid, and Colton has the Wallop Comet. Yes. All right. Okay, so, because I did offer you guys a thing to purchase, I will let you know that as of right now, I believe it is Thursday in-game. So, Saturday... Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So whatever your daily income is, times that by five, and that'll be how much you currently have as far as money goes. Plus five as well. Plus five, yes. So you said times by five? Yep. Okay, I've got a hundred dollar dues. Nice. All right. And uh, like, like I... Uh, 
like I said before, um, Shauna also said, sells uh, common and uncommon uh, items and relics. So if you guys ever wanted to buy more stuff from her, there is that option. And on occasion, I will roll a d20 to uh, have uh, Shauna's special item, which in this case was uh, the piggy uh, brooch. So next time, she might have something different. Ooh. All right. So. How do we get into Mirage by ourselves? Can we do that? She uh, looks back over at you and says, um, um, yeah, you guys have uh, Mirage relics now, so you can willingly go into Mirage if you can find a uh, gold marble door. Uh, there's... And- we find those how exactly? Mostly by luck, but um, as you saw last night, there is one that uh, kind of overlays my shop's front door at night. So if you guys, uh, like, I would appreciate a text or a call or something before you used mine, just so I know that like nobody's trying to break in. But yeah. Yeah, so they uh, stay where they are if you find them. Yes. It, yeah, again, it's one of uh, Mirage's weird cognition things. Like, if you see the door and you expect the door to be there when you come back, the door will still be there when it comes back. But if you're somehow convinced that the door won't be there when you come back, then it won't be there. It's a big headache-inducing mess. Gotcha. So, anything else before I very politely kick you guys out of my apartment? Not that I can think of. No, I, I think I'm fine. She uh, gives you guys a thumbs up and says, uh, Alright, I will see you guys later. And, uh... So, the the time for uh, the next little bit is going to be a, uh, somewhat nebulous. As, uh... You... Basically, the time limit before you can get into uh, the uh, the Mirage Mansion is the next seven days. The next seven and a half days. Um, I'm going to build a porch. <laughs> it's going to be a real nice one, too. All right. Um, gosh, what, what kind of stat do I make? want to make you roll to... Build a porch. Well, there has to be strength in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Give give me a flat strength check. We'll see how much uh, progress you make on the porch uh, over this next week. Oh. You, like, you don't get as much done as you would like, but, you know, like, it's still a respectable amount of work done. Um. So, yeah, since you spoke up first, we will go over to Colton's uh, portion of this session. All right. So, yeah, one of the days uh, during the uh, this next week... Uh, oh, actually, let's rewind that a little bit. Does Colton tell uh, Mark about what he learned uh, regarding Obi and Mirage? No. Gotcha. All right. 
I don't think so. So here's my reasoning here, and here's Colton's reasoning. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really understand what's going on. <laughs> so how in the hell is Mark, who cannot see anima or any of this other stuff, going to be able to understand what's going on? Yeah. So so far, Mark's uh, entire interaction with the supernatural was getting backhanded by an invisible wolf bear gorilla. And then seeing the lot of you vanish and then reappear tumbling down the road. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. Uh, at some point during the week, um, you get a call uh, from Jackson, the captain of the OK Royal. And, uh, you know, it's it's a standard call you've gotten a couple of times to uh, help unload the uh, the latest haul. Uh, so. The yeah, the payment is for a middle class uh, job. So coming in for this day is going to be uh, twenty dollars that you get extra. And if you want to try to go above and beyond to get like a little extra money on the side, uh, oh, go ahead. Okay, so 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 to clarify, I only get the twenty gold for a working day if I'm called into this job. But otherwise, I get the ten from being. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. So I actually have 55 plus whatever I get from this. Okay. Gonna so yeah, you'll get 20. And if you want to roll uh, for a little extra, go for it. It is going to be the same, uh, you know, 4, 6, 8, 10, 20, and for the 20 and 40 for um, the uh, damage, or not damage, uh, thresholds. So if you want to... Uh, Roll uh, like your strength or strength plus power or something with the a junction. Uh, feel free to do that to see if you get any extra cash. Let's do strength and power. Okay. Wow. Five. Wow. <laughs> okay, you, you you get you get four extra dollars on that. Okay. So I got Jesus. What's fifty five plus twenty four? Seventy nine. Seventy nine. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so close. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you uh yeah, you go and you help uh the royal with the uh, all of its stuff and uh Yeah, after uh, the work's done, it's uh it's getting into the late afternoon, almost evening. And uh yeah, as you're getting ready to uh to uh Head out for the day, uh, Jackson, uh, the big old lumberjack captain, if you remember correctly, uh, pulls Colton to the side and says, uh, hey, Granger, look, I got a, uh, I got a concerning voicemail from Zach the other day. Uh, I tried calling him back, but he hasn't been picking up. Uh, figured since you're one of his friends and all, maybe you could get a hold of him for me. I forgot I said that line. <laughs> You know, like, have him call me or send him my way or something, or, you know, just just make sure he stays out of trouble. I can do my best, sir. I think um, getting into trouble is more what Zach's good at, if you don't mind my saying. He, uh, he kind of nods and says, yeah, but... Okay, just... He, uh, he pulls out, a like, a real ancient Nokia phone and uh, flips it open and says, uh, yeah, just his voicemail just got me real worried. 
And uh yeah, so uh so he plays it and uh yeah, like the the audio's not great cuz this is a very old old phone. But yeah, you very clearly hear Zach on the other side. Uh, and uh Zach says uh Bossman. <clears throat> look, you don't you you don't have to worry anymore. He he thinks he can ruin our livelihoods, but I won't let him I I got powers now. I will shatter that man like an egg. You you and the boys, you'll be good. Okay, he'll shut up. Okay, I'm working on it. He'll regret trying to get rid of us. And uh what well, after that, it sounds like Zach might have been trying to hang up the phone, but you just hear very obviously like a clattering of a phone to a uh, hard surface. And uh, Zach just muffledly arguing with someone before uh, uh, the call eventually cuts off. And uh, yeah, Zach just gives you another little uh, concerning uh, look and says, uh, he did get in trouble. Like, I'm not going to lie and say he didn't, but he did not, he was not this unhinged uh, last time I saw him. He, you know, he was Unfortunately, just... sir, he kind of was the last time um, I saw him. He did pull a gun on me. He He just gives you, like, this shocked expression and says, What? God, the... I'm trying to think if I still have the gun. Just you like, do. I do, but like, do I have it on me at this point, or did I? God, I would, I would hope it, not. <laughs> I would. Have, I would have put it in a drawer in Mark's place. Okay, I think that, that is what Colton would have done. Okay, but he yeah, safety. But yeah, Jackson just looks shocked and mortified, and was just like, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah, we we need to get that kid some help." Like that. Do you think that he actually, like, okay, so forgive my asking such a intrusive question, sir, but was there an issue with the business, or do you think that Zach is just, um, it's the nice way of saying this, delusional? He, uh, he just kind of shrugs and says, uh, Zach worked the numbers, like, Everything, everything was always fine on um, on the books, and like he didn't come off as delusional. Like you know, when we would have like company cookouts or head out to the crackling games. I wonder if I don't know. Do you do you think something just made him snap? I have a feeling, maybe. He uh he rubs his face and he says, "Oh, oh, is is it is he is he with the drugs?" He he said something about powers. Oh, is 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 he on that that their PCP? I don't know if he's on anything, but it's certainly it's certainly a possibility. Hmm. Okay, just just keep an eye out. Uh for him if god if he's pulling guns on people i guess if you see him again call the cops i think that may just be the best um course of action you know get him some help 
Yeah. You you be safe on the drive home. Oh, don't worry about me. I'm I'm fine. I can handle myself. He doesn't know how to use a gun. Yeah, he does kind of have a noodling arm. I bet he can't handle the recoil. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, that that was mostly him like uh Colton can just like see this without a check. Like that statement was purely for uh for Jackson's uh, own benefit of just like, yeah, no, Zach totally won't be able to shoot anyone because he's too he's too weak and noodly. <laughs> I like uh, Colton. He's he's a big strong boy. Yeah, he's a big big strong country boy, born with a shotgun. Uh, probably quite literally. Pop him right out. Already. There's like there's a baby oh, photo somewhere of like. His dad standing over a, over a cow or a deer or something, and a baby Colton's just in his lap holding the shotgun. I have that picture of me somewhere. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, the sounds wild. It is so wild. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that one where it's like, um, have you ever seen that picture? It's it's a, it's a, it's a vintage picture of this guy, and obviously it's staged. But like he basically like there was this like two year old, and it was guy in these you know slack suspenders, like white shirt, and he's grinning from ear to ear. And like his baby has he has this big, big fat ass cigar in his mouth, and so does his two year old. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Pretty damn funny. All right, so uh. So yeah, um, you you get home with a uh, little to no uh, uh, problems. Like, eh, traffic was a little bad, but eh, it's rush hour. Uh, but yeah, as as you get home, uh, Mark, uh, yeah, Mark uh, calls out from the kitchen. Uh, hey, uh, Colton, uh, you you got some visitors here. Oh right. So yeah, you uh you walk into the kitchen, um you see uh uh Mark's kind of just uh standing and uh leaning against the uh the sink counter and at the uh at the kitchen counter or kitchen counter at the kitchen table you see uh two uh peace officers. Um yeah, one of them's uh built like a rail, the other one's built like a brick house. And, uh, the one, uh, uh, they nod at you, and the, uh, the bigger one, uh, stands up and, uh, holds out his, uh, arm to, or holds out his hand to shake your hand and says, uh, good evening, sir. I'm Officer James Bradley, and this is, uh, my partner, uh, Officer Santiago. Uh, yeah, you, as you're uh, shaking hands, uh, Mark kind of gives them a nod and says, uh, "Yeah, I know these two from uh, high school. They're they're good eggs." Officer Bradley uh, gives a little nod towards uh, Mark and says, uh, "Thank you." He uh, he motions at the uh, at one of the kitchen uh, chairs and says, uh, "Do you mind taking a seat, sir?" Am I in trouble, or is this just a friendly chat? Uh, this is a friendly chat from a concerned neighbor. 
Uh, I will take a seat suspiciously. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bradley and Santiago seem like a. Uh, they're kind of used to to this. Um, so yeah, Santiago takes out uh, her phone and uh, she pulls up a video and slides her phone over to you and uh, says, uh, "We got a call the other day saying that uh, someone had been robbed in a homeowner's backyard." And uh, as you look down, you see from a third-person perspective. Uh, your interaction with Zach from uh, earlier in the week. And, uh, yeah, so you, you see Zach uh, pull out the uh, the gun, or, yeah, yeah. You see Zach pull out the gun. Uh, you see him just kind of screaming at you. It, it's all muted. Um, oh, so someone did actually get that on camera. Okay. Uh, Officer Bradley uh, nods and says, uh, yes, the uh, homeowner had a uh, security system uh, put in. Uh, apparently, deer were get- was getting into their trash, and uh, they wanted to make sure they had... He uh, kind of like uh, nods, nods a little bit and says, they, they kind of wanted to make sure it was deer and not you know, somebody rummaging through their uh, garbage. So, yeah, we are just lucky that uh, whoever this was uh, decided to try and rob you in full view of the camera. Oh, his name's Zach. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he is a very troubled young man. Uh, the, uh, Santiago uh, pulls out a uh, piece of uh, notepad and paper, uh, pen and starts uh, writing and says, uh, uh, this is Zach. Does he have a last name? Yes, he does, and Ash does not remember it. Kirkland. That would be Zach Kirkland. He used to work, um, he did numbers for the old, what is it, the old royal? The OK Royal. The, the OK Royal. Down uh, at the dock. Yeah, so uh, you say that and Mark looks over and says, Jackson's boat? Jackson's boat. Oh, I have that gun as well. I'm going to go get the gun and hand it to the officers. It's, it's oh. empty. There's, there's, there's no bullets in it, in it. I took it off him and I got rid of the bullets. So, yeah, like... Uh... Yeah, Officer Bradley sticks to you like glue when you say that you have the gun and you're gonna go get it. But yeah, he uh he takes it and uh you know he, he takes it very delicately and it's uh, not gonna go off. It's it's empty. I'm I'm more I'm more worried, you know, like any evidence that's on the gun. Um Oh, I think that's probably well gone. I didn't really know what to do with it afterwards. Um Understandably, I was held hostage. So, so yeah, he uh he returns you to the table and uh puts the the uh unloaded gun onto the table and says uh all right, well next yeah just for future reference, if you get mugged and have critical evidence, uh next time just take it straight to the police. 
Um, there was some um, other issues going on, and it was a long day. I'd also recommend you talk to, to Jackson at the OK Royal. He's got a concerning, very concerning voicemail from Zach that he got today. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Bradley nods and uh, looks over to Santiago. And, uh, yeah, she, uh, she, she has taken her phone back uh, from the table and uh, is just typing away at it a uh, hundred miles an hour. And uh, Bradley will uh, turn his attention uh, back to you and says, uh, so, uh, yeah, looking at the footage, um, the camera angle doesn't really show us where Zach, this Zach ran off to after a uh, looks like you just punched him in the face. Uh, yeah, no, I did that. Do do you know what direction he ran off to? You seem to know him very well. What's uh, I'm not have... sure. I I wouldn't describe define our relationship as me knowing him very well. More like he's been stalking me for about a week or so. He uh he gives you a I very just uh he was like a, a a weird kid, you know, like harmless. Um, but I, I don't think he's that harmless anymore. Yeah, he uh yeah, Bradley gives you a very like level look and uh says uh So this fellow's been stalking you and has held you at gunpoint. Is there a reason why you have not uh filed a report? Mm, well, as politely as possible, sir, when I filed a report about my second cousin missing, nothing was done, so... Uh, so yeah, Bradley looks... Like, he, he looks very irritated at that, but not irritated at you. And, uh... He, uh, says, uh... uh also, I, I don't want trouble, you, you know? If I can get him to leave me alone just by just well not punching him in the face, that situation sort of escalated, but you know. I think he's into some dangerous stuff. He said that he had powers or something. It was sounding a little bit, you know, sick in the head. Uh so yeah, uh, Santiago and Bradley kind of like give each other a look, and uh, Bradley uh, looks back at you and says, uh, "He said he had powers." Well, in the voicemail, that's why I think you should talk to Jackson because he's got the voicemail on his phone. Okay. Also, can I summon Topaz Cowboy and see if either of these two can see him? Sure. Um, give me a charisma check to uh to, to see summon if my boy. <laughs> no, not to summon your boy uh, to to clock them. Okay, just charisma or um, if you can give me a good uh reason or a good explanation for using a junction, I'll allow it. Can I ask Topaz Cowboy to, like, 
pose and flex in like bodybuilding ways so it seems more ridiculous. You can. Oh, <laughs> uh, What is that? Would that be power then? I'll give it to you. <laughs> Seven. What is the charisma on that? That was uh, two. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like you're, you're uh, keeping a good uh, eye on these two as you summon a Topaz uh, cowboy. And uh, he, he goes through his bodybuilding muscle flexing. And yeah, Santiago just, she sees it about as well as Mark. Which is to say, no reaction. Mm. Um, you do, however, catch uh, Bradley like glancing up at Topaz Cowboy and then back to you, like real quick, just like a, a blinking you miss it, a uh, little uh, glance. Okay. And uh, yeah, he uh looks over at uh, uh Santiago and uh says uh. Were you able to get a hold of uh, the OK Royal? And she's like, uh, yeah, he is willing to meet us at a nearby uh, sandwich shop. And he's like, OK. Uh, well, if there is uh, nothing else that you can uh, think of uh, to help us find uh, Mr. Kirkland, which, honestly, you have provided ample information already. Before you go, though, Officer Bradley, yes. can I talk to you in private? Uh, yeah, the uh, the other three in the room kind of just uh, look at each other, and Bradley gives a little nod, and uh, uh, yeah, Marka motions at uh, Santiago and says, uh, hey, I, I wanted to talk to you about your uh, that, that plumbing job we did on your house the other day. So are there still any leaks? And they wander right, off. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go show you the the porch because I made this and I'm pretty proud of it. All right. So yeah, you and uh Bradley uh walk out to the porch. Also, how tall do you think Topaz Cowboy would be? Did I ever give him a height? You never gave him a height, I don't think. I feel like he's got to be like at least eight feet. Like he's okay. a big boy. Yeah, big eight feet. What the horns are without? Without. Okay. So, real like, big boy with the horns. Yeah. So, uh... So... Uh, hmm. There, there is absolutely no way for me to bring this up without sounding crazy. Can you see a giant eight-foot yellow cow man behind me? Uh... Bradley uh sighs and as he does you see like this fractal aura appear around him and then it it branches off from him and uh goes to the ground and as it hits the ground it starts building up into like this massive hermit crab that has a ship like the back half of a ship instead of a uh a shell and he's like ah. so I suppose you can see this thing too yeah, I'm also kind of curious if I'm also deathly allergic to that thing, given that it's not, um, well, 
I suppose it is a real crab, but you know what I mean. He uh he kind of looks at it and says, uh, I don't know if this thing's actually an animal, though. I don't know if well, what, what? see, the thing is, it's not an animal, it's an animus. Anima. I don't remember the difference. Ah. They're like a representation of our, um, psyche. Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I noticed that you noticed Topaz Cowboy here, um, which means that you're actually probably gonna believe me when I say that Zack has one of these things, and he is not a good dude. Uh, so yeah, Bradley uh, uh, leans against uh, the uh, the house and uh, says, uh, uh, "I was real worried about more people like him showing up. Do you have any idea what his anima can do?" Uh, well, it's like a steam-powered horse. Um, oh, that's new. I think it does some fire stuff and hits real hard. But it doesn't seem like it lacks Zack very much. Because it listened to me more than it listened to him. Really? Mm -hmm. And that's why you didn't see where he ran off to when he, you know, pulled a gun on me. Because he went somewhere else. Mm, he he went to that other world. Mm-hmm. Uh Bradley nods and says, Yeah, I've been there a couple times. I don't like it. Okay, so you actually you know what's going on. You didn't just wake up one day and had a giant crab. Well I woke up with the giant crab, but he uh he holds out a hand and says, uh let me let me take a wild shot in the dark. Uh, did you get that thing after the uh, lobster fest? Yeah, but I think it's always been there. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that's... Now a couple people who have a similar uh, experience to you. Always kind of had this thing with them, but didn't really... And he just kind of like makes a... I'm not sure I'm using the word right kind of hand gesture and says uh, manifested until the uh, that explosion happened. Yeah, no, I, I think that's fairly common. Um, you should go talk to Shauna at, uh, at what, what is it? Elizabeth's Eldritch Encounters? That tourist trap? Yeah. He takes out his phone and he uh, starts uh, typing something in and says, uh, Okay, we'll head by there. Hmm, says she's closed. We will head by there first thing in the morning after uh after we get this uh Kirkland uh file. I mean, I probably wouldn't take your partner with you if she doesn't know any about anything about this. Like, you might just want to talk to Shauna. Uh, she knows a bit about it, about as much as I do. She just. Oh. And he motions at the at his uh, giant hermit crab and says, uh, "She just doesn't have one of these." We have been in some unfortunate situations. Gotcha. He uh, 
writes uh, something down on his little notebook and uh, tears it off and uh, hands it to you and says, uh, that top number is my personal cell number. That bottom one is uh, my extension at the precinct. Uh, if if you ever see Zach again or get into any trouble, just give me a call. Like, knowing he's a... Uh, what do you call this thing? An anima? Knowing he's an anima user, uh, that that just put him at the top of my uh, my to-do list. I, I don't think he's... I think whatever's happening, he's the small fry in this situation. Oh, that makes it much worse. Yep. I, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. You see the uh, the giant crab uh, revert back to this fractal aura and goes back into uh, Bradley, and he says, uh, all right, you just keep an eye out and stay safe. Me and uh, Santiago are going to go talk to Jackson. All righty. Well, I wish you luck. Yeah, he's, he starts walking, and then he stops and uh, turns back to you and says, uh, okay, look, if you encounter one of these anime users that looks like a half-starved homeless man, just run, okay? That guy is very dangerous. Well, that sounds ominous, and also like a number of methed-out gnomes that I saw, so... Oh god, I hate those things. He just shrugs. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're fun. I have a bite on my knee that says otherwise. Yeah, he, he gives you a little farewell wave, and uh, you can uh, see him and uh, Santiago get back in their uh, squad car and uh, head out. And... Unless there is anything else you would like to do, that is all I have written for Colton. Nah, Colton's just gonna keep working on his deck. Alright. Uh, you know what, give, give me another strength roll. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how you're doing for the, the second half of the warhand. Oof. You have broken so many boards by accident. He's so tired. <laughs> so tired. second gonna get some coffee myself don't drink coffee through a straw it burns yes correct <laughs> i say as i continue drinking my coffee with a straw that i've been using to stir it you know what just don't stir coffee with a straw you temptation's too strong it is way too strong <laughs>